What is up, guys? Welcome back to Chatter from the Cheap Seats and a very special episode of Chatter from the Cheap Seats. Yes. In fact, it is, Sammy. It is the NFL preview special episode. We have it once a year where we predict all of the teams and divisions and the standings in football. First game on Thursday. I'm super excited. Sammy, of course. how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Excited for football season, of course. Very excited. Also excited that uh, we're not going to be talking about baseball today, unfortunately. But, Jack, I don't know if you've heard, but the Chicago Cubs have won seven straight games and counting. Got a game tonight. Got uh, Adrian Sampson on the hill. Probably never heard of him, but yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, he's facing the Reds. I am very excited Seven straight wins, and I don't know, man. Frank Schwindel, I read a stat. I sent it to you actually this week, Jack. He has more war in his time with the Cubs, which is like a month and a half, two months, than Anthony Rizzo has all year. So, I mean, in all seriousness, Frank Schwindel has been playing very well. And I don't know. He's the one bright spot. He's the one bright spot on that team. There are lots of bright spots, my friend. But yeah, it's football. Let's get into a division that has a ton of bright spots. And we're going to talk all about those spots. The NFC North. All right. Start off there. So, Sammy, will you like, should we go first team to last or last to first? Last to first. You got to keep Okay. So would you like to start off with your Fourth place team in the NFC North. Yes. My fourth place team in the NFC North should not come as a surprise to anybody, but it is actually a tie here. So I have the Detroit Lions wow. at 3-14, and 14, but the Vikings are also at 3-14 and 14 for me. I, the, both these teams are just not in a good state. The Vikings are a team. I'll start with them first because that's probably the more interesting take. Um, they were pretty good a few years ago. They had that defense. That was the core of that team. You had Kirk Cousins. He was a solid quarterback. Still is. Of course, Dalvin Cook. And you, that offense is mostly the same. But it, the offense just isn't as explosive as it used to be without Stefan Diggs. That was a big piece they lost, especially considering how amazing he was last year for Buffalo. He was just an arguable, possibly a top five receiver in the league. I think a lot of people would probably make that argument. Minnesota lost him. This defense just has not been the same. They've been losing pieces in the secondary, on the D-line, left and right. Over the past few years, they're not the same team, and they are in a rebuilding stage. Uh, argue with me, if you will. I know a few Vikings fans, but um, in terms of the Lions, I mean, 3-14, and 14, that's about what everyone, I think, expects. The one bright spot of that team was... You, you have both of these teams going 3-14. and 14. Yes. That that is shocking that you have the Vikings going three and fourteen. I'm not a fan of the Vikings, Jack. I I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of the Vikings. But uh for the Lions, it's no shocker that I have him here. Jared Goff is definitely a downgrade from Matthew Stafford. The defense is not good at all. Like, maybe a little bit improved. A few draft picks. They lost Kenny Galladay, their best weapon. 
this is a team that's been in a clear rebuild for a long time. Um, it's rough to be a Lions fan, but it just is what it is. I, I don't think they're in a position where they can really compete with uh, the top teams in this division at all. So, Jack, I'll let you go. I'll let you do the last place and third here. And I'll, if you want to argue with me about the Vikings, you can. I, I'm not, I'm not I just, really going to argue with you about the Vikings. I don't have them going three and fourteen. I have the Detroit Lions going four and thirteen. So a little bit of a bump up from what you have. I still have them in last place. You're right. Jared Goff is a major downgrade for Matthew Stafford, new coach. So you never know how that's going to play out. So far, things haven't turned out great for Dan Campbell, but obviously that can all change with a couple of good games. But I have them going 4-13. and 13. Defense isn't great. Offense isn't great. They're just not a great team. Absolutely and not. my third-place team, Sammy, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I have them going 6-11. and 11. Okay, so it's, it's a three-game game. Yeah, I mean, it's not still, the difference between 6-11 and 11 and 3-14 and 14 is monumental. But I, I, I will not be shocked. I could easily see this team win five games. And I think something that you have to keep in mind when making these predictions is Kirk Cousins is not vaccinated. So you kind of have to factor that in. That's if you true. lose Kirk Cousins, where what is this team going to look like? That's true. I, that's a good point. I mean, there are a good amount of quarterbacks who aren't vaccinated. I mean, I know Lamar isn't. Kirk Cousins isn't, I'm sure that I, you know, I heard the Buccaneers are fully vaccinated, which is good. And I think they're not fully, not everybody on the team is vaccinated. That's, I think, I, I think I saw that I crazy. Think, really? That's I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's impressive. I could be wrong, but uh, let's move up to second place because I like this team a lot and they are my Chicago bears second place. I think you probably agree with me here. I'm going 10 and seven. I think the Bears are a good team. For some reason, for whatever reason, I've been reading that people think this defense isn't as good anymore, which it's not what it was in 2018. No doubt. It's not that. But to say this defense is bottom half the league, which is what I've been reading, just doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. You're getting Eddie Goldman back, who lost, who was gone all of last year due to COVID, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks. That's a great front three. I mean, really, really good. You got some linebackers. Roquan Smith, one of the best players in the league. Trevathan, a veteran. You bring in Alec Ogletree, former Giant Jack, right? He's been playing very well this preseason. The secondary, you lose Kyle Fuller, but Jalen Johnson is still a beast. He is going to just jump up dramatically from what he was last year as a rookie. And he was one of the better rookie cornerbacks in the NFL last year, so... The Bears are going to be good. The Bears are going to be good offensively. That's where I think the troubles lie with this team still. I don't know how long it's going to be until Andy Dalton isn't the quarterback. It really depends. And he could be very good. Andy Dalton's a guy who's been a veteran in this league. He's had a lot, like three or four, 4,000 yard seasons. Andy Dalton's not bad by any means, but um, obviously, Bears fans want to see Justin Fields. Uh, and he is the more athletic guy. He's the guy that I think is going to win them games if he is playing. So I think the sooner you get him in, the better. But they have underrated weapons. Montgomery's good. You have Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney's really good, uh, super fast. So 
I could go on and on about the Bears, but they're a team that people continue to sleep on. They finally got that change at quarterback. Trubisky is gone. And um, this is a team offensively that has enough weapons to do some damage. And Sammy, you've been, you've been telling me you've been telling me for three years now how how underrated Mitchell Trubisky was. I I, I think he look. I I I was always holding out hope for him that he would turn it around, and he showed flashes of what he could do. But it just it's sad that it just never worked out. You know, I I wish I hate Bears fans who boo the guy because. It's not his fault. It was just a tough situation for the dude, but it um it just didn't work out. And was I think, it a I'm tough situation? That, because there are a lot of other places that Mitchell Trubisky could have gone that would have been way worse. That's all I'm saying. But I have the Bears, Sammy, going nine and eight. Okay. I could easily see an eight and nine record. I think they have a they have a stretch in their schedule, which their schedule is extremely difficult. It's not horrible. It is pretty difficult. Sammy, they have a stretch from week six on where they play the Packers, the Buccaneers, the 49ers, the Steelers, oh, yeah. the, the Ravens. Then they get Detroit, and then it kind of eases up a little bit. But that stretch is is tough. I think 9-8 and eight is being pretty optimistic when it comes to the bears i think a lot of people can, can have them going seven and ten maybe even six and eleven because you don't know when that switch to justin fields is going to happen everyone assumes it's going to happen at some point me included but we don't know when it's going to happen and we don't even know if he's going to be good he showed he played very well in a couple of quarters of preseason football that means nothing right we don't justin fields is a complete unknown he could be extremely good. He could be absolutely terrible. Probably going to end up somewhere in between. But he is a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. So I, I don't know how optimistic you can really be with this team. The defense is not as good as past seasons. The pass rush is just as good. But that secondary with the departure of Kyle Fuller is a little bit of a question mark. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I think another issue is obviously the O-line with the Bears. They've had injuries. They've lost guys. They've cut guys, which doesn't really make sense to me, but whatever. Um, so that is a big issue because if Justin Fields, assuming he plays at some point in the season, or Andy Dalton, whoever it may be, if you don't have time to throw, what are you supposed to do? It doesn't matter how good of a quarterback you are. And that was a serious issue in the preseason Especially considering you're only really playing second and third string guys, and the O line was still really bad. A lot of the starters were out there for the O line, so that is a concern. And with these Bears, you know, I'm trying to be as I'm trying not to be biased here. Like I could definitely see them winning six games. Like if, if they won six games, I would not be surprised. If they won 10, 11 games, I would not be shocked. If I'd this team to- won ten or eleven games, that would be pretty surprising. And, and we know you're biased. I'm going to be biased, too, about the Giants. Like, that's just how we are. We're not ESPN analysts. We're fans. We're going to be fans. So, yeah, let's move on, Sammy, to the first place Green Bay Packers. We both have them in first place. I have them going 12-5. and five. I think pretty much the same team that's running it back last year. I don't think you can expect another MVP season from Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to be very good. I think he's going to be a top five maybe even top three quarterback in the nfl 
you can expect him in that range. But I just think I'm choosing my record with them conservatively just because last season they did have that unbelievable MVP season from Aaron Rodgers. And if, let's say, Aaron Rodgers had a three to top three to five quarterback finish in the NFL, I have them going around 12 wins. So that's why I have them going 12 and five. Yeah, it's, I basically, I have them with 13 wins, which is definitely on the higher end, but this is a good team. And for me, obviously you're not going to get the MVP season of Aaron Rodgers again, but like you said, he's still going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's still going to go out and do Aaron Rodgers things. And this is a well-rounded team. You have a great O-line that's been like that for the past few years. You have Aaron Jones, one of the best running backs in the league, still a pretty underrated guy in my eyes. You have guys, obviously, Devontae Adams, best receiver in the league. You bring back Randall Cobb. That'll be kind of interesting, right, if you're a Packers fan. And a great defense. So there's nothing to me that indicates there's going to be a fall-off for Green Bay. Until there is, I'm not going to change my view on this team. This is still a very good team, a well-rounded team, a team that doesn't really look to have any serious competition in this division. I think it would be really unexpected for the Bears or like the Vikings to win this division. I think the Packers could definitely run away here with the NFC North. Let's move now to the NFC South. Let's do the South, okay? Let's do it, Sammy. All right, fourth place. You could go with two teams here. I think very fairly. I'm going, actually, once again, I have two teams with the 4-13 and 13 record. Uh, so they're this kind of the same in my eyes. Falcons, Panthers, tied for last place in the NFC South. Um, these are teams that just, especially the Falcons, don't have a good defense. I mean, you didn't have too much talent anyway, and then you lose your defensive-minded coach in Dan Quinn. That obviously is going to hurt defensively. Offensively, they're not the worst team I've ever seen. Matt Ryan is all right, but you lost Julio Jones. Who's he really going to be throwing it to? He doesn't have nearly as many options as he used to. So with the Falcons, I'm not loving what I'm seeing. Jack, I'm guessing you have the Falcons or the Panthers in the last place. You can talk about either of them. Yeah, so I had the Panthers in last place. And for me, I don't like predicting a team to win less than five games unless it's a complete dumpster fire. And by dumpster fire, I'm talking about the Jets last year, what the Texans are going to be this year. So I have the Falcons going 5-12. and 12. It's kind of a baseline for bottom barrel of the NFL, bottom barrel of the NFL, but still have a competent quarterback, which Matt Ryan is a competent Better, I mean, he's better than competent. He's a good quarterback. So I had them going 5-12. and 12. Julio Jones leaving is going to hurt them, but I still think they can they can pull off five five wins. Yeah, so I've, I have the Panthers there also with four wins, and I honestly, I might want to bump that up to five or six because offensively, I'm looking, they're not horrible. They have some weapons. Sam Darnold, for the first time, is going to kind of have some guys. Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. There's not much else to be said. You're bringing Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, still a stud. Uh, you know, you got Dan Arnold at the tight end spot, who I kind of like. Not a good O-line by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, you have some weapons. That's a good place to start. So maybe five or six wins for the Panthers, but 
nothing incredible for this team. Uh, now moving into second place, this is where it gets interesting. Cause... Oh, Sammy, let me get let me get my third place first. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I so I have the Panthers winning seven games. I have them going seven and ten. I'm a little bit more optimistic with my takes. You're a little bit more pessimistic, except when it comes to the Bears. Fair, yeah. <laughs> but I think it, a lot of it falls on Sam Darnold's shoulders. I think they have a very good head coach. I think Matt Rule is a solid head coach. So I think McCaffrey is going to be great. If Sam Darnold can jump up from what he was last season, which I don't know if he will, but if he can, this is a team that can win seven games. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. They're a team that has some talent defensively, not too horrible. So Panthers, I think the floor is low. The ceiling isn't crazy high, but I think they can definitely get there. A lot of it does fall on what Sam Darnold does because I still trust the guy. I still think he, in the right setting, because I don't think it was ever the right setting in New York for Sam Darnold, in the right setting with the right coaches and weapons, which this very well could be, he could definitely thrive. Now let's move into second place. I have the Saints, and I have them with 10 wins just missing the playoffs. And I think if you still have Drew Brees, your playoff team, maybe not a first-place team in this division, but definitely a team that can squeeze into the wild card. But I think they're just below that mark because Drew Brees was such a big part of that team. I think a lot of the success his weapons had were because of him. Michael Thomas, I'm not so sure how great he's going to be, well, he's going to be hurt for right. the first well, couple he's weeks. He's going to be hurt for the first like couple week weeks. Five. Right, he's going to be injured, but even when he comes back, how good is he really going to be with Jameis Winston or, if that goes terribly wrong, Taysom Hill throwing you the ball? I just don't have a ton of trust in either of those guys. I don't think they're a horrible team. Defensively, they're still a top 10 team in the NFL. They have some guys on the defensive side of the ball that can really make your offense struggle. Um, but for the Saints, losing Drew Brees hurts a lot. Um, and I think that's going to be the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. So 10-7 and seven, uh, for the Saints. Sammy, hop, fire up the hot take button because in second place in the NFC South, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. I have them going 11-6. and six. And listen. Tom Brady's going to be Tom Brady, but I just think that last season had a lot of magical components to it that I don't think they can replicate. The playoff run was magical, and I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it again. It's very rare that teams are able to go back-to-back. So I had the Bucks going 11-6, still going to be a playoff team, still going to be a very good team. But let me hop right into my hottest take so far which is the New Orleans Saints are going to go 12-5 and and win the division. I think that Drew Brees at the end of his career last season was not the Drew Brees that we have seen in past years. So I don't think losing Drew Brees is going to hurt that much. Like, yes, it's going to hurt, but Jameis Winston can do stuff with the football that Drew Brees just physically could not do last season. Like, just physically couldn't do. He can't throw the ball 
even close to as far as Jameis Winston can. Winston has an absolute cannon. Winston has all the tools to be an elite NFL quarterback. He has a great arm. He's mobile. He has the size. He's physical. He stands in the pocket. He can take hits. But the one thing that has always been a component of his game is the turnovers. The, the low, low IQ play and the turnovers, which if you're going to get rid of that, who better to back up than Drew Brees? Like literally, who better? Probably maybe two people, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Like that's probably it. So it, uh, if he can cut down on the turnovers, which I do think he will be able to do since he spent an, enti- an entire season behind Drew Brees last year, plus he's got a very good head coach. And I think Jameis Winston is going to be great. The defense is going to be solid. And if Jameis Winston can take a huge leap forward, this team is going to be capable of winning 12 games. Capable, yes. I think they are capable. I just don't know. I don't, I still don't trust Jameis Winston. It's a hot take for sure. It's a hot take. And and nor should you trust Jameis Winston. I'm just predicting that by the end of the season, you. I'm not predicting that now you trust Jameis Winston because you don't. But what I'm saying is by the end of the season, you will trust Jameis Winston if you're a Saints fan. We'll see. I mean, I, I think you're right in the fact that he has the tools to be that guy. Athletically, he has a great arm. Like, if you're just looking physically, I don't disagree with you with Jameis Winston. It's just the mental part of the game. And I don't know if he's at the stage of his career where he could have turned that around last year. Maybe I'm wrong, but having that quarterback that is that anchor is so important. And yes, Drew Brees last year wasn't, I don't know, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes athletically or with a great arm. But he was an anchor for that team as a leader and consistency. I mean, yeah, he wasn't like putting up crazy numbers, but you can count on Drew Brees week in and week out. And I cannot count on Jameis Winston week in and week out at this point. I still think the Saints are a good team. I think... It could work out with Winston. I just don't have that confidence to uh, put them at the top of that division because I really love the Buccaneers. They are a good team, and there were definitely magical components to, to that run last year, and I don't think that's going to be rec- replicated. I do not believe that they are going to win the Super Bowl again. I don't think that's going to happen. There are too many other great teams in this league. But if you look at winning this division – 100% doable. I have a lot of confidence that they can get it done. Tom Brady, obviously, you have a ton of talent on the defensive side of the ball. I could go on and on. A bunch of good running backs, Ronald Jones, Antonio Brown, a wide receiver. You got Mike Evans, wide I mean, the, not many teams that I can think of in recent history have had as many weapons. Not to mention you have a good O-line. You have a very solid O-line that's going to keep Brady, for the most part, pretty clean back there in the pocket so there's nothing to me that indicates anything else than this team is going to win this division maybe if Jameis Winston goes off I'll say otherwise but uh 13 and 4 is my record for the Buccaneers I'm pretty high here let's go to the NFC East a very different division than the ones we've talked about a division that is pretty much up in the air just like it was last year so Jack, I'll let you start with fourth place. I think we'll agree in fourth. I think other than that, we're going to be a little bit different here. Okay. So I had the Eagles in fourth. 
they're definitely the worst team in this division. I have the Eagles going 5-12. and 12. It is a rebuilding year for them. They're going to find out who their quarterback will be. Is Jalen Hurts going to win that starting job? Has he already won the starting job? We will find out. Coming to you next. Yes, I, I agree. Eagles, they're the, to me, they're one of the dumpster fire teams. They, a few years ago, spent a ton of money on the offensive line and the defense, and Carson Wentz got paid, and Zach Ertz got paid, and all this, and all that, and now they, it's a lot of guys, you're paying a lot of money, but a lot of washed up money, and that is never a situation you want to be in. So I have him with four wins. I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts can do to see if he can prove himself and really solidify himself as the future of the franchise or to see if they end up having to go a different route. They're a quarterback, but Eagles, not a good situation right now. Not what you want. Third place. Jack, who do you have in third? Who do you have in third? This is where it gets very interesting. It does get interesting here. I have the Cowboys in third. Oh. I have well, I have a tie for third. I have a tie in second and third, but I have the Cowboys in third going nine and eight. Yes, the offense will be great. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Zeke Elliott is a good running back. CD Lamb and Amari Cooper are good wide receivers. The offensive line will be good. This will be a really good offense. Probably one of the best in football. But the defense is so abysmal that I can't predict this team to win more than nine games when their defense is this bad. They don't have a head coach that I can trust. So that's why I have them going nine and eight, but I have them tied also with the Giants, which I will get to after your third place team. Okay, so in third place, Jack, I am sorry to do it to you, but uh, I have the New York football Giants. I just, I th- they're not going to be too much better than they were last year. And Six wins was about the realm they were in last year. So I don't think they made any significant upgrades. I don't think J- Daniel Jones How, is the Sammy, guy. Wait, wait. Is Kenny Galladay not a significant just, upgrade? Just let me finish here. I think it's great. You, it's great that you signed Kenny Galladay. Yay. Hooray. But I just don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. And Kenny Galladay was a guy on the Lions, a team with, at times more talent than the Giants team right now, and a much better quarterback. And were the Lions a good team? No. So I don't think the Giants are – I mean, adding a wide receiver isn't doesn't mean anything unless you're already a good team. I think the Giants was a very weird place for him to go. I, I, I The Giants definitely can win this division because it is, it, this is the NFC East. It's up for grabs. There aren't really any great teams in this division, but – you know, I just I don't think adding that wide receiver really helps you out too too much. The defense is pretty similar. You locked up some guys long term, which I like, but they're not at the point right now where I can say they're an above five hundred team because it's pretty similar to last year, besides really Kenny Galladay. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's fair, but I have the Giants in second, also going nine and eight you think joe judge is the guy you think he's a good coach you know patrick graham is a, is a really good defensive coordinator this is a top 10 defense in the nfl that's what they were last season there's no reason to think that they're not going to be this season because they they i mean 
they didn't lose anybody on defense. They added people on defense, you know. So oh, this will be I a forgot to mention, defense. yes, you're getting Saquon back, but um, I can't count on that quite yet. If I can see him in the first few weeks, he's playing really ball out. Yeah, if I can see him in the first few weeks play really well and look like the Saquon we know and love, then I'll be I maybe I'd be willing to bump that six wins up to seven or eight. But um, because that is a big factor. But at this point, I'm just with the injury a little bit worried about what you can do. Second place, I have first and second tied, but uh, Emmy, let me finish. Oh. You're getting too eager. I know. Hey, hey, I know you want to talk about the Cowboys and, and the Washington football team, but I got to talk about my Giants, Sammy. Talk about your Giants, all right? Because top 10 defense, and on offense, they have weapons galore. Saquon, Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony. but it all falls on to Daniel Jones. This is not a great O-line. In fact, it's it's a really bad offensive line. Yeah. But if Daniel Jones can take a step up in year three, which we've seen plenty of quarterbacks do, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, we've seen so many quarterbacks take that year three jump. So there's I don't no know if I mean, Daniel Jones is that guy. I mean Daniel Jones eyes. numbers are just as good through two years as Josh Allen's were through two years. Like like I'm not, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is going to take that Josh Allen jump, but I wouldn't be shocked if he, if he becomes a top 10 to 15, a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. I would be a little bit surprised. Would you have been surprised if Josh Allen, were, were you surprised when Josh Allen did that in year three? Josh Allen had the raw tools that Daniel Jones. Does, Daniel Jones have. has, dude, Daniel Jones. I mean, obviously, like Josh Allen is the strongest army in football, but Daniel Jones has a very strong arm. He's extremely mobile. He's one of the fastest quarterbacks in the NFL. So, like, I mean, he has the tools. He's just I, it's I, just the turnovers. I know he's fast. I and I think he's actually going to take a huge step up this year in terms of what he can do on the ground. I think he definitely can be one of the best. I mean, he kind of already is one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the NFL, but Josh Allen had that arm strength that was undeniable above everybody else. And so you're just kind of waiting for him to figure it out. Daniel Jones has pretty good arm strength, but it's not anything more than most of these guys in the league. It's pretty average, maybe a little bit above average. So I don't think there's anything to me that says Daniel Jones is going to be very good this year. And unless he's very good, this Giants team as a whole is not good enough to... Uh, win this division. I think the Cowboys and the football team are two better teams. And uh, Jack, could I start with them now? Sure. So I have them with the same record, nine and eight. Uh, but I'm doing it here with my playoff predictors. And the Washington football team had the better divisional record, so they win the division. So I have the Cowboys in second, but these are two pretty solid teams, not great teams but solid teams, and that's all you have to be to compete in the NFC East. Cowboys, really good offensively. You already said it. They're getting Prescott back. I think he's going to be just fine. He's been through it. He's ready to roll with this Dallas Cowboys offense. Ezekiel Elliott was battling COVID last year a lot. This great old line is going to help pave the way for him to get back to Ezekiel Elliott numbers. Maybe not quite where he was like in 2018, but he's going to be a top 10 back this year. I don't really see any doubt in that. You have weapons. 
Obviously, Amari Cooper, really great. Uh, he's been having a good offseason, uh, working a lot. And a good old line, like I said. Defensively, not good. Not good at all. Um, but I think they can hopefully balance each other out. Maybe some college football, like 40 to 42 to 47 scores or whatever. But I think this offense is good enough to win them enough games to stay competitive in this division, even with the defense as bad as it is. Football team is the number one team in this division. Last year, the quarterback situation just football team, ideal. baby. The, the, the real quarterback deal. situation just was not ideal. Um, you had Taylor Heineke, Alex Smith was a guy, Dwayne Haskins was a guy at, uh, at the beginning of the year. That feels like decades ago. He, he was a guy. He was a person. He's a that, guy. He's that, a person. That went, that went to Jack's high school at one point in time. At one point. <laughs> yes, but um, now you have a guy at quarterback that I – he's not, he's not going to be great, but he's going to be solid. And they have enough weapons where I like what they can possibly do here. You have Terry McLaurin, really, really good. Antonio Gibson, Curtis Samuel, pretty underrated addition. Adam Humphreys, they have a good receiving core, a pretty good running back room, a good, a, an improved O-line. They've made some additions in that department. And this defense is why this team is so good and why I think they're going to win this division. Chase Young, I think he's a candidate to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think he probably will be, unless he gets injured, for the next five, six years of his career. He is an absolute monster. Jonathan Allen, don't forget about him. You have Kendall Fuller, Landon Collins. This defense has a lot of guys, and I like what they can do, and I think they're going to win this division, and they could definitely make some noise in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Sammy. Like, they have that potential. I think this is the best defense in football. Mm -hmm. I think they are better than the Rams' defense. This They're defense. Up there. They're Chase up there. Young Chase Young is is going to be even better than he was last year and he was fantastic last year. On on the offensive side, Terry McLaurin is a legitimate number 1 wide receiver. Antonio Gibson is going to break out into an elite running back this season. I think he definitely can. He I had them going I had them going 11 and 6. 11 and 6. Wow. Pretty 11 high. and 6. Yeah, high. Okay. I, like, I, think, I like that. I like that. All right. I'm optimistic about them, Sammy. Football Fitzpatrick, team. he's not going to he's not going to win you too many games, but he's not going to he's not going to lose you too many games either. He's gonna he's gonna yeah. man he's gonna be a game manager. He's gonna be like that's a good what way. To Alex think of it. Smith was in his lesser years, I would say, or his mediocre years in Kansas City, somewhere like that. So he's pretty good in Kansas City. He wasn't. He was not. Yeah, bad. but he. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he. That's that's true. A little bit less than Alex Smith, definitely. But let's move on to the final division in the this NFC. This is the best division of football. It is the best division, the NFC West. I'll start us off, Sammy, in fourth place in the NFC West. I had the 49ers. Yeah, I have them going seven and ten though. I think yeah. they're going to be decent because I think that Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. Okay. Will be the starting quarterback by week three. I I think Trey Lance is going to do that, and I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be super solid because this is a guy that was picked third overall. He is the third overall quarterback taken 
uh, he would have been the first overall quarterback taken last year or he next year if he stayed in college. And oh, he yeah. probably would have been the fir- first overall quarterback taken if he played in college last season and Trevor Lawrence wasn't a thing because Trevor, there's not a Trevor Lawrence that comes out of college every year. But yeah, I, I'm pretty optimistic about them. I have also the 49ers here. And if they were in other divisions, like say the NFC East, I'd have them with like 10 or 11 wins maybe because this is not a bad team at all. I have them with Let's eight not wins. go nuts here. I have them with eight wins. Um, I think this is a similar team to the Bears. When I look at it, they drafted a quarterback in this draft that they're very hopeful about. They have a guy starting at the beginning of the year that really the fan base doesn't want to see. The fan base wants to see the youthful quarterback. Both have solid defenses that were better in years past. Both have a weapon on offense that is undeniable. Allen Robinson, George Kittle. They're similar teams when you look at how they're made up. Um, I just, it's unfortunate for the 49ers because they are in the tougher division than the Bears are. It is is certainly a tough division. Because of that, the Bears are going to make the playoffs and the 49ers are going to be last in their division. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Third place. Third place. I hate putting this team this low because they're good. They're good, Jack. I have the Seahawks. Wow. I have the Seahawks with 11 wins. And 11 wins in third place. 11 wow. wins in third place? Yeah. This is a good division, my friend. Um, the Seahawks' defense worries me a bit. I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge Jamal Adams fanboy. Some people are. He's not exactly what I love at the safety position. I love Quandre Diggs. He's cool. Thumbs up for him. But uh, there's not a lot of... Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up for Quandry. Yes. I, I like him. I mean, you, you got some guys in the secondary without a doubt, but the front seven is not nearly what it used to be. This offense, though, is going to be very solid. Chris Carson. Thumbs up. Russell Wilson. Love Russell Wilson. And that's the thing. Uh, this O-line is highly improved. Team. Yeah, and Russell Wilson is always going to find you a way to win games. And as long as he is the quarterback, Seattle is not going to have a losing season. They are not. I don't care how bad the team is. If you have a quarterback like Russell Wilson, he will find ways to win games. And he's going to do that this year. They're going to be in third place, but that gives you a chance to do damage in the playoffs. So 11 wins for the Seahawks, third place. Mr. Jack Feldman, Jack Feldman, third place. Sammy. I just saw that Jordan Montgomery got married and he posted something on his Instagram about it. And Masahiro Tanaka commented, congratulations, Monty. So my heart just melted a little bit. Oh, I love Tanaka. Who doesn't love Tanaka? Tanaka? I disagree with you here in third place. I have the Cardinals in third place Mm -hmm. going nine and eight. Nine and eight is still a step forward from what they were last season. And I think that Kyler Murray will, I think Kyler Murray will take a step forward but I also think he will be injured because he's very small and he's very mobile and that's not a great combination. So I think they're going to lose a couple games because Kyler Murray is out, but I think they're a decent enough team. I don't think they're going to be great. I think they're probably going to be mediocre like they were last season. I disagree. I do think Kyler Murray takes a step forward though. That's my thing. I have them with 12 wins because they had a good Wow. 12 wins for the Cardinals in second place. Second place. And um, they are very good. I like the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray is perfectly 
in that position to take the big step forward. He has a ton of weapons. He's an athlete. He hasn't, honestly, he hasn't really faced as many injuries as I thought he would. So I'd consider him sort of safe in that department. I mean, obviously you can't control that. But Chase Edmonds, I like him. He's an athlete. But you have some depth there at running back with James Conner. You bring him in. A.J. Green, you bring in. I like that. He is not the A.J. Green he used to be. But as your second wide receiver, why not? He can definitely make some noise. DeAndre Hopkins, possibly the best receiver in football. Probably not last year, but he's up there 100% in this defense. I think he's top three. This defense, you add J.J. Watt. You add, you already have Chancellor Jones. You have a pretty good secondary, pretty really good secondary with Buda Baker. This is a very good situation for the Cardinals. And man, if it weren't for the best team in my eyes in the NFC in first place, they would be... Um, they would be probably, I mean, they're right up there. They You could make the argument that it's best teams in the NFC, one Rams, two Cardinals, because I have the Rams in first place, Jack. That's who really? I have first, but you have to go to, you have to go second first because I keep skipping you. So Cardinal, uh, you have to go Seahawks, right? You have them in second place. I have them in second place. I have them going 11 and six. Wilson's going to ball like he always does. But that secondary is a little bit of an issue. I'm not a huge Jamal Adams guy. He got paid. I, like I don't Quandre know. He, Diggs, he did not have a good season. Quandre Diggs is my guy. I was watching Still, his highlights the other day. He's good. Still, it's a it's a little bit of a question mark for me at least. And do you want to go ahead and get first place or should I? I well, I think we're in agreement here. So uh let's say their record on three. Because it's the Rams, we know that. But let's say their record on three. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, <laughs> two, three. Fourteen and three. And four. Okay. I'm always okay. Like a little bit higher than you are. I'm fine with yours. I'm fine. It is high, but I'm okay. Jack, you said that the Washington football team has the best defense in the league. And I think the Rams are number I two. Think the Rams, I think the Rams haven't beat. They have a ton of guys. Aaron Donald, probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year again because he does it like every year. He doesn't even care about anyone's feelings. Doesn't care. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's a dude. He had a lot of doubters last year, and he proved them all wrong by locking down that cornerback position almost all year. You have a lot of guys coming into their own on that defense. You have Leonard Floyd, former Chicago Bear, who had a great year. He had like eight or nine sacks. I'm not exactly sure what the number was. Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp. A lot of guys with serious potential to make some noise. But it's really this just front seven with Aaron Donald, Kenny Young, Leonard Floyd, like I already mentioned, that there is just going to wreak havoc for teams. And offensively, people are sleeping on him as well. You bring in Stafford, huge upgrade at the quarterback position. I love it. You have a running back room that is very, very deep. Daryl Henderson is the guy right now just because Cam Akers is hurt. Hopefully Cam Akers gets back relatively soon and that would be ideal but if you could get acres back and healthy that even propels this team further a great wide receiver core with woods cooper cup deshaun jackson i like do you forget about deshaun jackson because here he is in los angeles i did Uh, not tyler higby a great o-line i love this rams team i think the biggest thing offensively adding matthew stafford and one more mention in that running back room jake funk Damascus high school alum. Yes, 
He went to Damascus High School here in the county. He went on to play at Maryland. So that's pretty cool. An MCPS guy on the Rams. But yeah, the Rams are very good. 14-3 is my record prediction for them. The Rams are very good. I have them going 13-4. Matthew Stafford is going to be Matthew Stafford. He's a very solid quarterback in the NFL. Any he's 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 a bottom of the elite category of NFL quarterbacks. Not elite. I would say good. He's a I don't know how to label Matthew Stafford. He's uh, I would say he's a great quarterback, but on the bottom no, I, I would say top top half of the good. He's not elite. But he's very, very good. Okay, I figured it out. He's very, very good. Defense is top two, one or two, interchangeable. And they have two big-time wide receivers in Cooper Cup and Robert Wood. So I'm very high on them. Sammy, let's move on to the AFC. Let's start off in the AFC East, where my last place team is the Jets. I have them going 6-11. and 11. I think Zach Wilson will have the best season of any of the rookie quarterbacks. I think he's going to be better than Fields, Lance, or Lawrence, or Jones. I have them going 6-11. and 11. I think that's kind of a good spot for them. I have them with uh, four wins. You know, I, I don't like Zach Wilson as much as you do. And besides that, the Jets aren't as much of a dumpster fire as they were last year. I think they're going to start heading in that right direction. But remember, they like how they won one game? Two games last year? I don't I mean it, it was a complete dumpster fire. So I'm gonna go with um four wins here for the Jets. Not an ideal situation. Third place, this is where this division gets a little spicy. Cause you could put two teams here, I think respectably. Jack, who do you have here in third? Third place, Sammy. I have the Dolphins. Mm. I have him going 9-8. We have not heard great things about Jalen Waddle outside of camp and it or, or from camp. And it all comes down to this. I do not trust Tua Tungavaloa. I don't trust him. I mm. don't think he's a good NFL quarterback. So that's why I have them going 9-8. and eight. Taking a step back from last season. Okay. My friend, I disagree with you again. Patriots, third place. And that's okay. That is okay. You, that's what we do on this podcast. I still love you. And somehow I have him at 8-8. Eight and eight. I must have forgotten to put in a game. Let's bump it up. We'll give him another win. 9-8 and eight for the Patriots. Um, this is not a bad team at all, and a team that's going to improve from last year. Because they had a lot of guys that were hurt, that were sitting out because of COVID. They're getting, that defense is going to be top 10 in the league once again. I'm very excited to see what they can do defensively. On the offensive side of the ball, though, besides a pretty good old line, I don't trust Mac Jones. He's a rookie quarterback. He had one. He had just so many weapons at Alabama that when he doesn't have the kind of weapons that he had there, like what is I? I, I just don't trust it. Uh, Bill Belichick. I think we learned after last year that uh, it was the Brady effect, not the Belichick effect. You can't say that after one season, man. You can't. We'll you, ha- you have to give it until Brady retires. And I'm not saying that they're going to be a bad team. Nine what if the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year? I would be shocked. I would be shocked. I would be shocked also. I would be absolutely shocked. I had them but, in second place, though. Okay, you, you could go first with the Patriots, and then I'll go with my second place team. Okay, I have them in second place. I have them going 10-7. and seven. Sammy. What do I always say? 
Never doubt Belichick. And I'm doubting him because, like, you know what? I believed in him last year. I said the Patriots were going to win that division, and I was so but that wrong. was crazy. That was making, crazy, Sammy. I am that was not making crazy. I am not making that mistake again, my friend. I am. I am learning from my mistakes, Sammy. I have them going ten and seven. My first place team, the Buffalo Bills. I have them going fourteen and three. I think that they're a tremendous team. What do you even have to say? Josh Allen, great quarterback. Stephon Diggs, great wide receiver, great defense. What else? What else is there to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have the second place. I have the Dolphins. I trust Tonga Viola because this guy has been through it absolutely all. He's won championships in college. He's been through that horrible injury. He has really had so much experience, and he's only 23 years old. He's had the experience of most veteran NFL quarterbacks, and he is still very youthful and young. He's as young as a lot of these guys coming up from this draft class. I trust Tua. I think the lefty is going to get it done for this team because they have tons of weapons everywhere, a great defense propelled by a phenomenal secondary. But in first place, I have the Bills. No, nothing really to talk about here. Like you said, they're just one of the best teams in football. Josh Allen, he showed us that he is the guy in Buffalo. He's the future of the franchise. He is an MVP candidate. A lot of people think he's going to win it this year. I would not be shocked at all. I think he could definitely do it. He has a cannon for an arm you have a great defense in buffalo they performed very well last year i'm excited to see what this buffalo bills team can do 13 and 4 for the bills let's move on now to the afc north let's do let's do we're gonna do quick hitters here because these divisions i'd say the afc west and the afc north are two divisions that are pretty top heavy and the AFC South is where AFC, AFC North has three really good teams, in my eyes. I mean, I don't know if we disagree there, but... Yeah. Okay, okay, the AFC West. But let's start off... Where do you want to start off? Let's, let's start off with that AFC South. I think that's... That division, to me, is a little bit more top-heavy. AFC South. Okay. Okay. Why don't you, you go ahead? What's your fourth-place team? All right, I'm just. You want me to go through all four teams here? Yes, and then I'll, I'll go, go one in fifteen. One in fifteen, Jack. I have the Texans because they're bad. They're a dumpster fire. Uh, third place, four and thirteen. The Jaguars. I think Lawrence is going to kind of take him a step up. I think I really like James Robinson. He's very good at that running back position. Defense, you're still bad. The rest of the offense, still not great. Second place, just missing the playoffs. I like these guys, but not quite enough. The Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz, if he's healthy, I think he's in a much better situation. Reunited with Frank Reich. That's very good. I'm excited for that. This is an underrated defense for sure. You have some guys in that running back room that can wreak havoc. Jonathan Taylor could possibly be a top 10 back. But I just don't see it falling into place. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, I mean... That's probably not going to happen. Let's just start it off with that. Even if he does stay healthy, I don't know if I trust this defense all the way through. Underrated, yes. Solid and dependable, no. But a defense that is solid and dependable is the Tennessee Titans. I have them in first place, 11-6. and six. Ryan Tannehill is a consistent arm. He's going to get the job done. You bring in Julio Jones, give him a, another weapon to add alongside A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, 
I mean, this offense is one of the best in the league and a top 10 defense. I mean, this can sneakily be one of the better teams in football, this Tennessee Titans squad. I have them with 11, in, 11 wins, six losses. Sammy. I was shocked at the Texans. 3-14, and 14, they're a dumpster fire. Enough said about them. They're a dumpster fire. Jaguars, 4-13. and 13. Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. DJ Chark is a guy. They don't have too is, many weapons on that team. Lavishka Chenault is another guy, but another guy. Defense is not great, so I had them at four and thirteen. I had the Colts going ten and seven. It depends a lot on the health of Zach Martin, yes, and Carson Wentz. But I trust Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to have a really big what, season. You mean Quentin, Quentin Nelson? Yes, I'm Zach Martin. Zach Martin's yeah. on the Wait. Cowboys. Yeah. It's okay. Quentin Nelson. I meant like Quentin Nelson. I meant Quentin Nelson. I had a line is seven. very good. O-line and then the good. Titans, Julio Jones and AJ Browns are AJ Brown are two wide receivers who are gonna rack up over a thousand yards. Ryan Tannehill is a sneaky good quarterback. The defense is fantastic. Derrick Henry is a top five running back in football. I I mean enough said. They're gonna be fantastic, man. All Sammy, right, I'll, I'll lead it off now. I'll lead it off about the AFC North because boy, am I excited about this division. Bengals seven and ten. O line sucks, but Joe Burrow is gonna ball out. T Higgins, Jamar Chase. He's got some weapons now. He's got some weapons. That's all I'm gonna say. Browns ten and seven. I like Baker Mayfield. I really do. I don't know what Odell is going to give you at this point coming off the injuries. Steelers also have them going 10-7. and I'm not a huge fan of the Steelers this, this season. I think that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be putrid. I still think the defense is really good, and Najee Harris is really good, and Chase Claypool and Juju are really good, but I, I can't see them winning more than 10 games. I I can't see Ben Roethlisberger having a good season. Ravens, 12-5. and Lamar Jackson is going to be a top-five quarterback. J.K. Dobbins out for the year, but Gus Edwards is going to fill in. Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews. They signed Mark Andrews to the big contract, and this defense is just insane. Okay. I have also the Bengals in fourth place. I have them with four wins. I like Burrow, but he's coming off the injury, and... I don't really care how good he's going to be if he doesn't have an O-line that's going to give him more than a second to throw the ball. It's not an ideal situation for them. They're in a clear rebuild. They're not anywhere close to hovering near that 500 mark in any stretch of the imagination. In third place, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like the Steelers because I have them winning 10 games, 10 and 7, which is still very good. But this is a tough division. And I like Big Ben, but he's not the Big Ben he used to be. And he doesn't have the weapons where without a stellar arm and stellar athleticism, he's going to be able to really make stuff happen. I like Juju. I like Deontay Johnson. I like Chase Claypool. Those are three guys I like, but they're not top of the top. They're still, they're, about, they're all really solid. They're all really solid, but they're not top of the top. And with Ben Roth, Roethlisberger... Fair. I think you need top of the top. The defense, though, possibly the best in the league. I mean, it's, I think it's right up there, top three, right with the football team and the Rams. But uh, they're really good, but this is a tough division. 
second place, 11 and 6. I have the Ravens. Ravens in second place. And this wow. is a. Yes. Um, the defense is good. Not great. Not great at all with this defense. I might even be the third best defense in this division alone. I love Lamar. Lamar is going to be very good. But losing J.K. Dobbins really hurts. And I don't count this team in big games. I don't count on this team in big games. Last year, I feel like there were a lot of situations in which they just could not finish the job in big games. I think they could have won the NFC North last year, but they just kept choking. And I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson is unvaccinated. That is a factor. If he gets COVID, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But in first place, I have the Cleveland Browns. This is a good team. Defensively, not great. Not great defensively, but offense, they can definitely be a juggernaut. I like what I'm seeing. Baker Mayfield, he's really taken steps forward in every year. And I don't expect it to be MVP level for Baker, but I no, have another reasonable step forward. And he's going to be a solid guy you can count on. Hey, that's that a bit of a hot take. That running back room is deep. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, two guys you can count on. Wide receivers, okay. Jarvis Landry. You have uh, Odell Beckham Jr., of course. Austin Hooper. He had a great year a few years ago in 2019. I think it was 2019. He still has a lot of potential to be a top tight end. I don't know why people are sleeping on him so much. And uh, this defense is still very good. Jadavion Clowney, you bring in. Miles Garrett, I really love. He's one of the best edge rushers, edge rushers in the league. Denzel Williams. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is really, I mean, Sammy, you can just list everybody on the defense. The defense is stacked. But let's the move defense on. defense is Sammy. really good for the Browns. Let's move yeah, on. They haven't winning that division. To the AFC West. Why don't you go first? Rapid fire. What do you got? Raiders. I have them yes. with five wins. You know, they're um, they're not good. Not what you want for the Raiders. Derek Carr is overpaid. Josh Jacobs is good, but you don't have a good old line, so what does it really matter? And this defense just has not been able to figure it out ever since they let, uh, got rid of Khalil Mack. It has just not been good at all. That is going to be looked upon as one of the worst trades in franchise history. Okay, third place. I have the Broncos. I have the Broncos. And I have them winning nine games. Nine and eight for the Broncos. This is a good team with a very good defense. And you know what? Let's bump that up to 10. 10 and seven for the Broncos. Jesus, Sammy. Yeah, because look, you have two guys, like, right. I think right now they're sticking with Bridgewater at quarterback. But if he doesn't work out, you got luck. You, can, you have accountability. You have guys that can keep these quarterbacks from slacking off and um, letting this team down. You have Melvin Gordon, okay. right? I like Melvin Gordon. You like Melvin Gordon. It's, it's a sol it's solid team. Good. It's a solid team. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, good wide receiver room, and a very, very good defense, top 10. And second place, I had Justin Herbert and the Chargers at winning 11 games. Just missing the playoffs here. And they're a good team. They have a good defense, a defense that has been improving a lot. An option at running back who can get you receiving yards and rushing yards at the same time. Austin Eckler. Um, this is a solid team. Justin Herbert had a great rookie year. He proved Ori and all the haters wrong. And yeah, I, I really like 
Justin Herbert and this Chargers team in first place. Obviously, there's no question, there shouldn't be at least, uh, that the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorites to win this division. Still probably the best team in football all the way around, especially when you just look at Patrick Mahomes and how great he is. Um, 13-4 and four is my record prediction for the Chiefs, and that is the AFC West. That is that. Sammy, I had the Bronco. I had the Raiders in fourth place, going six and eleven. Derek Carr is a he's a decent quarterback. You have he's a decent place. quarterback. You yes. said first place. Okay. Oh, I, I said fourth confused. place. I said fourth. Oh, place. fourth place. Okay. Last place, six and eleven. I have the Broncos in third place, going eight and nine. Mm, I don't think the problem. team is going to win ten games. I think that's a shocking statement. That I'm. That is insane. I like the Broncos. I have the Chargers going second place, nine and eight. I think Justin Herbert is going to continue this pace that he is on. Justin Herbert will be in that 5 to 10 range of a quarterback next season. Let me talk about yeah. top. I think he could be maybe sneak into the top five. I truly, I think Justin Herbert is going to have an incredible season. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, this is a really solid football team. And the Chiefs, 14 and 3. What more can you say about the Chiefs? They're the freaking Chiefs. They're going to go back to the Super Bowl. Mm. Bills yeah, I, might have something to I think, about that. I think Bills the Chiefs are still better than the Bills. I think and the Bills we'll get definitely our Super Bowl predictions and our playoff predictions later in the season once the playoff picture starts running into form. Sammy, any last words before we say goodbye to the audience Ooh. on this football special? Yes, very excited for the NFL season. Um, not too much else to say. Another fun episode here today football all the way around and yeah well i'm excited uh just to get back into football here nfl time college football was great this weekend some really fun games fsu played well jack good job you guys did, did good uh valiant effort there against notre dame honestly if you had a kicker that could put through the uprights there you would uh you would have won that game so you know tough. a lot of different things could happen if the refs decided to challenge that play without us having to call a timeout so they can challenge that play. We probably would have won it. So, or probably would have tied made the field goals. Don't really care, but yeah, great show doing great. Sammy, you're doing great. Like always. And we will see you guys next time on chatter from the cheap seats. Bye.